Greetings, greetings to everyone. This is Griffin Gaming RPG with the Soul Citizens, and we are back again on another Sunday night, Sunday evening, and uh, we're happy to be back with you guys. Um, today, we have a couple of uh, familiar faces. Uh, I think we're going to go ladies first this week, because Gigi hasn't been here in a while, so uh, why don't we say hi to uh, Green... I have to, I'm so used to saying Gigi, I would never say your full name, so, uh, Green-Eyed Gal, your I'm not hearing your audio for some reason, I don't know if it's me. Are you hearing her? Nope. You're not hearing her either, huh? Something weird's going on with the audio. Hey, Standard Dev! There she goes. You did? I don't know where she, she, you're muted now. The duck unmuted. How about now? Oh, that's much better. Go. Much better. Hold on a second. Now, I just messed up the camera, so hold on a second. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. We're back. Okay. Hey, Gigi. Hello. <laughs> How are we? All right. Gigi, tell everybody a little bit about you. Um, I'm Gigi, as y'all know by now. Uh, Star Citizen, I play, I play ESO. Just got into Sea of Thieves, which is very fun. Um, you can find me on Twitter and on pretty much everything else as the Green Eyed Gal. Mm -hmm. And you spell gal a certain, certain I way. I stream on Twitch sometimes. So yeah, tell them how you spell gal because you don't you spell it a very unique way. <laughs> Green Eyed Gal for the Caribbean people is G Y A L. Very cool. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you back. It's been a little while since you've been here, so it's good to it's see you. Bit. Nice to see you guys. And of course, the infamous, famous, infamous, <laughs> the infamous, <laughs> famous, famously <laughs> infamous, famously <laughs> infamous Fastcart. Fastcart, good to see you. Tell everybody a little bit about you. Hello, I'm Fastcart, also known as FC. I moderate a bunch of people. I'm all over the place. I yeah, self-promoting is difficult for me sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> Tuesday, Miss Hearts, 80s show. Wednesday, Friday, service, um, RPG show. Saturday, sometime, Relay. Oh, I was on Relay yesterday, matter of fact, yep. so that's on YouTube. And um, sometimes, the actual pub, um, Captain Table. Very cool. Well, it's oh, good. this show. Yeah, and this show, and this show too. We, but <laughs> last but not least, this show. Uh, but it's good to see both of you guys, and uh, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to all yeah, the dads. I, I got to share this with you guys. I, you're not going to be able to see it very well because I didn't have time to prep this, but my daughters uh, surprised me and decided to cook me a Father's Day dinner. I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's me with my lobster tails in front of me having <laughs> a, a dinner at like 15 minutes before the show started. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't get to enjoy it the way I would have. It was kind of a choked down meal, but I appreciate Wait, it. If, hmm? if, if, if it's all gone, I, I can fly over to help. Oh, trust me, it. brother, it's gone. <laughs> you you missed out on that option. <laughs> it's gone. But uh, I appreciate them doing it. But true enough, they were saying uh, lobster cold is not going to be good. So I went on ahead and had it. So anyway, can um, we heat it? No, you wouldn't want to reheat that. Now look at Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi's face is like, uh, no, this like, is don't even. not a microwave meal, not a microwave meal. Um, but anyway, okay, so anyway, we're back this week because this is our week. As you guys know, each month we've been taking on a series called Starships, and we've been reviewing the different ships in Star Citizen. And even though we had different ships set up for this week, ironically, uh, CIG decided to do this thing called Alien Week uh, unexpectedly and out of nowhere. 
And so over the past week, uh, they have been highlighting certain alien ships, and we're going to kind of go through them a little bit today and talk about them. Uh, the cool thing about this is that Gigi, is, as you guys know, has been around for about a year. And so some of these ships and maybe some of the stuff we'll talk about in relation to lore may be new to her. So we want to get like a new person's perspective. Um, and also, uh, they also showed us some new ships or some new designs uh, this week as well that we'll all get to talk about. And of course, we want you guys to chime in on it. So uh, we'll love to have you guys uh, put comments in as always. And if you have questions, <clears throat> there is a link for questions. You guys can put that in there and we will respond to those questions at the end of the show. Uh, but for now, we're going to jump into it. And uh, let's see, we're not going to put Gigi on the spot. Maybe Gigi knows the how to say both these names. Uh, maybe we will. Gigi, it, do you know what... <laughs> <laughs> if you if you had to take a stab if you had to take a stab at those what would you say those are take a stab at it cartel that's that's close Santoya? well it's close okay okay the the first one is the cartoal court cartoal cartoal i don't know if that's how you say it mm -hmm. and then the second one which i always screw up is the sentokiai santokiai i think oh, okay. it is santokiai santokiai and so thank you for that La Crew, we appreciate that. Thank you for following. Um, so these two ships are made by a company um, called Apoa. Uh, Apoa is also the same company that produces the Knox bike. That's the slender, sleek, silver one. They produce that one as well. <clears throat> uh, let me read some background <clears throat> on this particular ship. Uh, this is from the website, from the uh, Robert Space Industries website. It says the Xi'an, because Xi'an design, the Xi'an Apoa Corporation manufactures an export model of the, God only knows how you pronounce that, Choir Kartu, the Kartu All, for sale to human civil civilians. The export model features the same Xi'an manufacturing rig, but control surfaces are modified for human use and more limited armament. Um, so it, just kind of know that this ship here is basically uh, a human version of what the Xi'an use. Uh, and it's considered a light fighter, right? Is that right, Fast Card? Is that considered like a light that fighter? Right. Yeah, a light yeah, fighter or a scout. I think it was like a light scout or light fighter, something like that. Uh, it's called a scout. A scout. It's definitely called a scout. Okay, a scout. And uh, it's a beautiful ship. It it actually has two different positions where it opens up like a flower, uh, and it folds in when it uh, when it goes in. And it has this unique thing. If you notice, it has the four engines. It's got this unique way of moving those engines. That all the the engines actually rotate as a way of maneuvering the ship versus thrusters. So it's a, kind of a really, really unique design. Um, next to it is its sister, uh, which came out, I don't know how many, was that about two, three years later when that came out? I was going to say two, three years ago, but I don't know. I don't two, three know. Two, three years ago. Yeah, uh, it was a two, three years ago. So whenever y'all came out. Yeah. yeah. So it was at least maybe three to four years, maybe gap between when we saw this second uh, ship, uh, the Santokiai. Or, and, and I'll read the description on that. <clears throat> it says, harnessing the power of next generation Xi'an flight systems, upgraded dual vector thrusters in a daunting weapon package, Apoa has crafted a fighter that retains the nimble dexterity and tight handling of, of, that the brand is known for, all with the added ability to pack a serious wallop when the situation calls for it. Welcome to the future of space flight, courtesy of Xi'an Empire and Apoa. Um, Interestingly enough, this ship is not in game yet, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's still a concept. Um, and I guess the difference in these ships is that these uh, Xi'an ships are supposed to be highly maneuverable. That's one of the things that they're known for, uh, being able to make real tight turns, even though people say, and as we know, the ships in the game aren't balanced right now. 
but it's supposed to be a highly maneuverable ship. I don't know any other special things about these. Do you know anything, Fast Cart, about the Xeon ships other than their tech? Is there anything in particular you know the about? The all specifically has a unique control scheme. They have these um, um, trackballs that you use to, to fly the ship right. for, for the pilot. So that's, that's unusual. Right. It doesn't have sticks like all the other ships, right? It has a very right. unique, unique design. Kind of looks like you're with like orbs, right? They're like big orbs your hand right on. But it's pretty cool animation. It actually is pretty cool. The other thing that I love about these ships, at least the Cartuol, it has those really cool stairs. I don't know, Gigi, if you've ever seen them. Have you ever seen oh, the yeah. stairs on it? The, the stairs pop up out of nowhere. There's like no physical stairs. They, uh, I don't know how to. It's, it's like it, magic. Yeah, it's like magical stairs that pop up when you. It's not a ladder. That's cool. Yeah, it's a very unique. Like ship. a magical realism. Mm-hmm. They, 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 holographic. They, it's like yeah. um the T one the T one thousand from Terminator. They just melt into yep. existence. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. a very very unique looking ship. And again, the Santi uh, the Santokiai. We haven't seen that one yet. It's not out yet. Um, but eventually, hopefully, we will see it. <clears throat> we're not talking about, and just so you guys know, even though it's Alien Week, we're not covering bikes uh, or vehicles because we are going to deal with those as a separate show. There's a, enough of those to have their own show. So we won't even get into that. Um, but that's what Apoa offers in relation to alien ships. And those were on sale this week. I don't remember the pricing on them. Fastcart, are you able to check out the pricing on those two? Um... I and and, and I will say this, upgrade. Gigi, I don't know if you know anything about this, about the the um, alien ships in Star Citizen, but most of them are priced higher than normal of their, their category. So if it's an alien, alien fighter, high. it costs more than a regular fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? When y'all do that show about bikes, don't call me. <laughs> don't call you for that. <laughs> and you can tell people why why you don't like the bike show. but Gigi gets mo motion sickness and the immersion uh, of Star Citizen is too much. And mm -hmm. I get motion sick on the bikes. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not even not sure good. if she can handle a golf cart. <laughs> she hasn't been in the golf cart yet. That might be about the most that she can handle because it's not a lot of physical looking in it. But we'll, I don't know. Fast cart. We'll have to get her in a golf cart one day and see what happens. <laughs> I have a Tumbro. Okay. And the tumbrel's okay, but I still get a headache after a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what some people do? They go to third person versus first person because first person yeah. will mess you up. You may have to just do that back view kind of thing. Yeah. You got it, Fast Cart? Okay. The Cotriol is 170 and the Santa Diol is 220. Okay, 170 and 220. And I, as we can probably guess that the Santa Kiai will go up in price once it hits hangers. So if you guys are into this, you know, the whole alien ship thing, it may be a thing. Um, also, um, what was I going to say about the, the alien, about the shiver? I was like reading Shiver's comments. Did you see Shiver's comment, Gigi? He's saying oh, something I help. To avoid motion sickness. Yeah, I, don't... I, I get motion sickness too, but that's only when I, I watch other people play FPS. Yeah, um, they, they, when you watch other people do it, it messes with you. Sorry, go ahead. I said when when you're watching someone else, it messes with you, but it doesn't mess with it when you're doing it, right? Is that kind of what it no, is? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I know For people me, are like that. For me, it's fine when I'm watching someone else, but mm -hmm. if I'm the one doing it, I get sick. Yours is in reverse. Okay, wow. Okay. Well, that means you two can never ride together then because you'll cancel each other out. No, we're fine because he can drive. He can I drive can. and you can ride. 
so we're fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, that there you go. That there you go. As long as he drives, you're you're good. He can drive me around all day. It'll be a great time. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, so this is the Apollo ships again, and like I said, these are the two offerings that they have. We're going to cut to a trailer now. This is actually the trailer that was put together. We're going to move to Banu. And you guys know there was a big thing with Banu this week. It was first contact week last Wednesday, uh, the time when humans made first contact with an alien race, which was the Banu. Uh, and so this is their commercial for the Banu Defenders. Let's take a look at that real quick. Sure, this is the right place. Moss has never steered us wrong before. All right, good enough for me. Yeah, gotta love that. Very, very, very cool. Um, I love their end title where it said "Best of All Worlds." Fastcart, do you can you tell the audience what that phrase means? Why is it the best of all worlds? I believe that's a Star Trek: The Next Generation reference from the first two-parter around the from the third season, the Best of All Worlds, when they introduced the boy. Well, <laughs> not introduced, but when it, when come in contact with the board again. That's very true. And that was the best of both worlds. There's a reason why the band news say best of all worlds. Oh, you mean tell me Fastcart doesn't know? Uh-oh, guys, get ready to write this down. He's got to think about it. He's got to think about it. <laughs> Gigi, do you know why? 
You're asking me if I don't, if I know if fast car doesn't know. Okay. Point well made. Point well made. Okay. All right. Here's the deal. The Banu are traders, and they are known for seeking out the best of everything wherever they go, including tech. Okay, and I didn't so, know that. I just didn't see, know there you go. Way. And I know Fast Car knows it. And <laughs> yeah, I knew someone that. had right. actually told For, me that. Right, yeah, exactly. I knew that, but I wouldn't have wouldn't wouldn't connected it. Okay. Exactly, okay. I wouldn't have connected it. Well, fair enough. So they, what they do is they create their ships and build their ships by using the best of tech of everybody else versus creating their own technology. And so hence why they put that at the very end. Uh, so in a way, they're not like... Know. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Fast Car. Sorry, can you tell me the date of that video? Ooh... Um, no, I can't because, because I, I downloaded that. I'm not pulling it from the oh, uh, okay. site. I'm sorry. I know about it, but I'll look it up myself. Yep. Um, the cool thing about them is that unlike the Vanduul, who scavenge for the parts to their ships, the Banu actually do it because of their trading and because of their exploration. So ultimately, they try to find like the best uh, quantum drives or the best guns, and then they just incorporate it into their ships. So. This one we're looking at is the Banu Defender. It is their fighter. Uh, it's actually considered a mid-range fighter versus a real tight light fighter or close fighter. Um, it has the uniqueness of that. It takes two people to fly it. Um, and uh, both, op even though right now, you're going to say fast car? Go ahead. No, I'm going to say, I think, I think a single person can fly, but it, it, it can crew two people. Yes, what I was going to say was, even though right now that's the case, but there actually are roles that each person is supposed to perform in the ship. And so the pilot who sits on the left side will pilot the ship. The person on the right will do secondary functions such as shield maneuvering and stuff like that. It hasn't been built into the game completely, but ultimately it's supposed to be where they're working in tandem or working together when they're fighting. Um, when the ship first came out, uh, some of you guys may remember that there were it looked beautiful, but there were some real aesthetic and practical problems with it. One of them was the viewing when looking from the cockpit because the way the arms were designed. Uh, this ship is another animated ship where it folds and the wings move and there's a lot of beautiful action to it. But they had to go back and do some rework to it. And now it's in a really, really nice state. It's also unique because as a fighter, it has uh, beds in it as well. But no bathroom fast cart. So you have to put the order in that they need to put a bathroom in this bad fella. If you're gonna have beds, you gotta have a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? I think you both have seen this ship before in game. What do you think about it when you see it? It's beautiful Actually, to look I... at. Go ahead. Why do y'all go? I'm sorry. I was going to say, I actually have a bit of history with this ship because I actually won this ship from the PAX East um, 2020 um, giveaway that they did. So I won this directly from CIG. Nice. Uh, Tyler and Molly um, um, participated. So I actually had this in my hangar. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a good to look at. It's really well animated, but it's not something that I really want in my fleet. But um, I, 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 it's great to look at, like you said. One of the I, I, like the, I, like, I like the organic look of it, too. Yes. Um, one of the things I really liked about it, when I, I don't own one, but I walked alongside it, and they have this scripting scroll that's in the side of it. That's It's gold along the sides. It's like ornate handwork, almost on the side of the ship it's really beautiful and unfortunately we don't have an interior shot of it but for those of you who've been inside of it you know that it has a very elaborate organic interior um in a way kind of as a throwback to aliens in the sense of that does that organic design or look geiger. yeah the geiger hr hr geiger look to it but it has its own unique style and uh very cool when you go inside kind of a misty kind of inside to it and stuff's dripping from the ceilings a little bit 
but it's actually pretty large interior. I thought it was going to be a smaller ship than it is, but it's a pretty decent sized ship. And it also has unique weapons on it. They're more like, um, I don't know, how would you describe them, Fazcart, the guns on this ship? They're like... I believe they're tachyon. Tachyon lasers. They're tachyon they're lasers. Tachyon that, 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 that's what they call them. Yep, and they're unique to this ship. Um, they're mid-range distance, so they reach out pretty far as far as hitting a target. And if you're a good pilot, they're pretty devastating. A lot of people swear that this is one of the best fighters currently uh, in the game. So um, hats off to the Banu Defender. Um, were you going to say something, Gigi? Moose is actually making a pretty good point in the comments that mm -hmm. uh, it'll shine more when the Merchantman comes out because it'll work synergistic with it. It'll um, be able to dock and attach to the men Merchantman. So yep. that'll give it, you know, a, a better place in one's, mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. In one's fleet. Definitely. And hence the name, right? The Defender. That's mm -hmm. what it's there for because yeah. the yeah. Merchantman, as you guys know, which is going to be our next ship we're going to talk about, but the Merchantman is the, their big trading ship, but it's also yeah. uh, during times of war, it becomes their warship, the Banu warship, and the Defender is designed to do just that, to defend yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those ships. So since, yeah. you, since you introduced the Merchantman, Let's talk about the Merchantman. Let's talk about it. Uh, Fast Cart, you've got history with this one too, right? Why don't you talk a little bit? About, talk about that. Yeah, this is the ship that pushed me over over concierge, basically. So um, I got this in 2016. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's gotten bigger. I mean, some people, uh, like, it was supposed to be like 150, or maybe that's what it is now, but it, it's smaller than that, or a lot smaller. And you can see from this, oh, this is the same um, background I have on, 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 on my green screen. But um, you can see the people are all small. And this is a new concept image that they put out, I want to say three years ago. But you could, could compare the, pe the people in that screenshot to the, the size of the ship. People are saying, oh, it's going to be English size now. But <laughs> no, sadly, no. <laughs> it's, it's like, and it maybe grew like 20 or 20 or so meters it's big and yeah. you know it, it, it also um it went up in price it used to be 250 when it first came out i got it for 250 and um now it's 350 so it went up a hundred dollars and by the time it come out I, I, it'll probably be 450 at least 400 when it comes out yeah guarantee that the price on that ship is going to change um it's very popular in fact it's probably become the second popular ship uh, since the Carrick came out, it is probably the now Gib Gib me ship uh, of people who are into Star Citizen is the brand new Merchantman. <clears throat> I'm kind of go ahead, Gigi. I like it, but I would never buy a Merchantman. It's just so much ship. Yeah. Now, what good. I would do, I would get a Defender mm -hmm. and maintain with a friend who I knew had a Merchantman. You know, mm. we could go out together, but I would not buy a Merchantman. You can't okay. want me. <laughs> there you go. That's just so much ship. Long as long as Fast Car's pay is good, she'll probably hang with you, brother. I'm sure about that. Get to make some cash, yeah, right? That, that, that is a ship I intend to get some NPCs for to help me out yeah. with, with the bazaar. Oh, that's yeah. the other thing. It, 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 it's, a, it's a bazaar. You, you can sell stuff, and um, it had a, a huge cargo. I understand they changed that. But um, yeah, it's had a huge cargo. You can sell stuff from it. And, just, and, and another thing is, it's a blockade runner as well as a warship. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it, I want to say the jack of all trade, but it has yeah. many specialties that you can do with that ship. I want to read something from the description on this ship um, because there's something else that I want to talk about that people may have forgotten. <clears throat> it says, the Banu traders are renowned for their merchant prowess. 
traveling the spaceless, uh, yeah, spa, traveling the space lanes and trading with everyone from humans to the Vanduul. Their sturdy, dedicated trading ships are prized beyond all other transports, sometimes passing from generation to generation of Banu. Now, one of the things that they talked about this ship, and Fastcart, you alluded to it, talking about it being a trading ship, or some people would say like a, a, a flying bazaar. The other thing that they talked about is that the Banu use these ships as a point of trading, that you actually bring people on board and have conversations about how you're going to strike deals. Um, this ship oh, yeah, does... There's, mm -hmm. there, there, Go there's ahead. a specific screenshot of that, too. Yes. Um, they, they showed a conference room. A conference room, right, exactly. So this ship is big enough. It's pretty big, but it is. it, it can land on planets. And so kind of think of it, like you mentioned, is like that mobile trading post almost. Uh, you go out and accumulate stuff and you take this ship out into other bases and sell items to people from the ship. Uh, they've made some comparisons in the game mechanic to the privateer being able to set up, as you mentioned, Fastcart, NPCs that would operate the stores for you. Uh, you'd have a certain bazaar areas. You could stock them and then NPCs would do the sales for you if you wanted to, if you wanted to do that. Uh, Gigi, were you going to say something? It looked like you were about to say something before I cut you off. No? No. Okay, but yeah, it is a big ship. That is for sure. Um, and let me repeat Let me repeat this again. The, yeah. The scale in that picture is not what it's going to be. Not going to be quite that big. Yeah. The hoodies up for and Reddit and everything when, when that screenshot came out, or concept art came out. So, yeah, just letting people know again. Exactly. And, and like Fastcart said earlier, we've been just finding out that a lot of the ships that were designed in the early days, when I say early days, I'm talking about from 2012 through, let's say, late 2013, 2014, a lot of those ships the metrics for different ships and ship designs were not completely in place. So that's why certain ships grew in size. They look great on paper, they look great in illustration, but when they actually start putting, having to put human beings inside the ships, putting components inside the ships, for some ships making sure that there was room so that there could be PVP play inside of ships, that caused the ships to grow in size. So um, if you've got those early ships, like this ship, uh, we've seen the Orion. That one has grown. Uh, it, trust me, if you've got those ships, Reclaimer. Reclaimer, the Starfarer did it, right? That was the first one we saw that it was 100 meters. Uh, a lot of those early ships grew in size because of metrics. Later ships, you may not see that as much because they have the metrics down for each of the manufacturers. So we don't know how big the merchantman will be, but we know it will probably be bigger than it was originally expected to be. So that's the history behind that one. Okay. A puny. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see what else we got here. Is it punny, 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 punny? Okay, P puny would be one in, right? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. that's my bad spelling. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, we're gonna take a look at another ship. We're gonna move to a different manufacturer now, uh, and this is going into Asperia, and they're one of their ships that just came out recently called the Prowler. With courage, for honor, in strength. To glory.
Alrighty, 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 uh, the Prowler. Let's talk about this ship a little bit. Um, this just the Prowler is what my video game nightmares are made of. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? I just have this horrifying mental picture of being somewhere minding my own business and my prospector mining <laughs> on like Daymar or something. And then suddenly this thing flies over me and casts a shadow. And I just know my life's about to end. <laughs> that <laughs> I could just know be. it's over. That could be. <laughs> it could be. Okay, here's the background on the Prowler. Uh, named after the UPE military designation, the Prowler is a modernized version of the infamous Tavarin armored personnel carrier. Experiers, <clears throat> Experius, astro engineers were given unmitigated access to study the original versions of the ship recently discovered in the Cabal system to help meticulously reconstruct the vehicle. Now the Prowler is the perfect fusion of two cultures, the elegance and effectiveness of the Tavarin war machine combined with the reliability of modern human technology. <clears throat> Excuse me, let's talk a little bit about Asperia before we talk about their ships. Asperia is the company in the Star Citizen universe that basically creates other human humanized versions of alien ships. And so they would kind of be like, if you were to have a company and you say you're gonna make a copy of a Maserati and a copy of a Rolls Royce or whatever, but that's what they exclusively do. Uh, so these are not, Tavarin ships. What they are, are their remake of a Tavarin ship or a Vandal ship or whatever the other ship is that they make. Hello, Pappy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that follow. Um, so the Prowler is, a, um, there's another ship that's in the game that functions in a similar way to the Prowler, but is actually different. And that's the Valkyrie. And Gigi, you're familiar with the Valkyrie, right? Yes. I okay, cool. All right. So I know I know Fast Cart knows about the Valkyrie. Um, the difference in the two, even though they're both troop transports, <clears throat> is that the Prowler is designed to be built more around stealth as a dropship, where the Valkyrie is designed more to go directly into war combat, where it has more armor. Uh, it can take a little bit more beating, um, where the Valkyrie holds. I think there are 20 people that you can do in the drop, plus six other people working guns and flying the ship. Uh, this ship holds 12 people. Is it 12? I think it's 12, right? Six and six. Yeah. 12 people <clears throat> as far as in the dropship portion. And then there are two pilots, a gunner and a pilot. Uh, but this is designed for stealth. It's designed, like you said, Gigi, that thing that sneaks in, comes in quietly, drops the people. And it can do some battle too, but the intention is to get them in safely. That's the big thing about it. So any thoughts about what you saw in relation to the, uh, the Prowler? Ready to go? Gigi already told you she's scared of it, so. Oh. Terrified. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I was just going to say, that it, it, may, it may not kill you, it just, it just may take you, take you capture, capture you and, 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 and steal your ship. So you, there's a chance you may survive. Fast card, I might rather die than be captured by an alien race that probably don't like me very much. This is a human ship, remember? Fair enough, but we're not going to pretend humans are so great that I'd love to be captured by humans. No, but I like to look at this ship. It's not by play all. I'm not into transporting troops. You know, I'm more of a marketeer for like the merchantmen and stuff like that. But it's a great ship to look at. I will look up the price as soon as I stop talking. But yeah, it's it's awesome to look at it is it's got some uniqueness to it too uh this is another one of those ships that has a lot of animation to it 
And so the wings that you see that it's resting on actually fold up and go into a position like a bird. Uh, the Tavarin also use uh, avian aspects to their ships. If you see the interior of the ship, it's, it's it glows red. Uh, it has this like arching design throughout the ship that reminds you of like a nest. And if you even notice, the pilot who was flying the ship had on like this mask that was kind of like a hawk or a bird. Uh, there's this this aspect oh, yeah. of the Tavarans of having this. We don't know what they're like yet. We still haven't seen that yet. But obviously, there's some influence there on some avian level, or, you know, bird type level, uh, and their ship reflects it. Another unique thing about that, if you look at the front of the ship, you don't see a glass canopy. That's because mm -hmm. their canopy on the front is actually armored. From the inside, you can see out. From the outside, you can't see in. Um, yeah, which is very cool. Go ahead, Fast Card. Oh, the other thing is that, that armor you were just talking about, a lot of people want that armor because they, 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 they say it looks cool. So I can see that armor being, being, a, being a huge selling point. Mm -hmm, definitely. The armor when, is when it's cool. available. Mm -hmm, it is. But I, I looked at the price and it's full price. Uh, it, 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 it's higher than I thought it would be, but wow. Yeah. 430? 440. 440. Oh, 440. Okay, 440. Yeah. Now, interesting. I'd, I'd get on it as the gunner. I do like, you know, mm -hmm. hopping in a turret and just kind of shooting down whatever my pilot points me at. Mm -hmm. But I'm a terrible pilot. Like, I'm a great secondary. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot. I can mine. I can man the the lasers and stuff like that. But don't make me pilot. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple other unique things about this ship. Um, on the sides of it, there are six doors on each side. And they actually have a shield that's in front of them that allows those doors to open, but for the atmosphere not to be out, you know, pushed outside of the ship. It keeps it pressurized. So right. um, you can stay inside, open the doors, and just before you drop out, you can jump out the ship. When you jump out the ship, those arms, when they're down, uh, they actually have a fin in the back that protects you, like almost like a wall. So that if someone else is out there, they can't hit you when you're jumping out of the ship, which is also another means to protect you, um, you know, when you're <laughs> disembarking from the ship. He's so cheap. Ops check. We are just too funny. And listen to this guy. So anyway, we won't even talk about that, Ops Chief. Um, so anyway, um, there's another aspect to the ship. If you look at the bottom of it, this ship has grab lift technology. <laughs> she's cracking up. I know. She's just totally I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Come on, Ops. I'm wearing makeup. You can't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll have to tell you guys this story later. Um, we were on a mission last night with Ops Chief, and some it was interesting to say the least. So, anyway, the prowler uh, on the bottom, you guys see those blue lights over there? Uh, those are grab lifts, and there are two on each side. And so we haven't seen what this technology is yet, but we know that how grab lifts work on the yellow jacket and the, um, the uh, what's the other one called? The dragonfly. So there's evidently going to be some aspect of levitation or control that works with this ship well, particularly when it's on the ground. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, a lot of the um, speeders have, have anti-grab. The only one that don't is the Ranger. Right. But I mean, those particular round nacelle type things that you see on yeah. the Yellow Jacket, but you're absolutely right. Yep, it is something that's very common on most of those type of bikes that fly in the game. Okay. So that's the Prowler. Very, very cool. Very cool ship. Um, let's look at now. We're gonna. Sh we've got a couple more ships that are in the Asperia category, and some of you guys may be able to answer this question because one of the ships that we're going to talk about is not in the Asperia category, and we kind of want to know why. Um, but when we we'll get to that when we get to it. So let's look at the trailer right now for the Blade. 
Not Nick Cage. Thank you for that follow. Um, so there you go, the Asperia Blade. Remember, once again, we said Asperia does their own remake version of another manufacturer or other alien ship. In this particular case, it's the Vanduul Blade. Um, the Vanduul Blade is interesting because this was the third of the Vanduul ships that was released. There was the, the Scythe, uh, there was the Glaive, and then the Blade. And the Blade came out much later than the other two. And this yeah. one probably reflects the design of um, the Vanduul better than the first two. Um, it, they worked on it a little bit more. I think when we saw the kingship, there was a video of the kingship and the... Uh, oh, man. What was the other one called? The, the driller. And the driller, yeah. Yeah, this reflects it. Things that you saw that were highlighted in here were things like, if you notice, it had the reddish color to it with the lighting. Um, there's supposed to be some type of bio aspect to that with their ships. Um, and so this one kind of reflects it, even though they've remade this one again. They've actually remade this ship, and we'll we'll take a look at those remakes in a little bit. But uh, fast card, I'll go to you this time. First time, what did you think about the blade when you first saw it? Again, it looks it looks menacing. It looks mean. It's not my kind of ship. It's, I mean, it's it's a fighter, but um, I prefer the um the more human styles um when it comes to aesthetic and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. uh, it, it looks awesome. But yeah, it's not my kind of thing. Okay. Gigi, what about you? Oh, I love it. Generally, I'm not big on the alien-style ships, but that specific shape has always been very, you know, it just always has done something for me. So, yeah, I do love it. I wouldn't buy it because I'm not a fighter. I'm more <laughs> of a EMPU and run kind of person. <laughs> but <laughs> I do love it. I love the look of it. Now, this is their light fighter the versus the glaive, which is their heavy fight, which was their, I think it's, I don't know, is it a glaive a medium or a heavy fighter? I don't know. But uh, it might be heavy because it's got a size five gun on it, so it might be actually the thing heavy. Is, they, they change it so often. It could be, it could be one thing one, one time and a different thing the other time. That's true. But the other thing I, I want to say, they got, you know, Shiva and Gigi uh, had a moment together just now, and they said you, you, could, you, use the, you can use the blade to fly up to the moon and make it look like, make it look like the Batman symbol. So <laughs> and that, that never occurred to me. So that was my immediate reaction the first time I saw the blade. I was like, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it does remind you of that. Let's take a look at the remake version. And this is the one that they just showed us last week uh, in ISC, where they showed us how they are redoing these, uh, particularly for Squadron 42. And there was a disclaimer, and it'll pop up, that said that uh, those people who own these Vandu ships now, that they will be changed, but it won't be till after Squadron 42. So the versions you guys have of the Scythe and the Glaive and the Blade love them for now because evidently they're going to change later i actually have some thoughts about that and i'll ask you about that later but let's take a look at the new version of the blade and you guys tell me what you guys think of it there's no sound or anything but that's the new version uh -huh. of the blade and the question it's not, it, go ahead it, 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 it's less of a batman symbol now yeah i prefer the other one you like the other one better? um Aesthetically, I prefer the other one. Mm -hmm. Size-wise, I prefer the other one. I feel like the other one was slightly smaller. Mm -hmm. And CIG loves to make these giant ships, you mm -hmm. know, and I get it. They are, you know, a huge wow factor, and specifically with CIG because they're so intricate in the way they design. Mm -hmm. But I don't like giant ships. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pilot that. I like small little get-in, get-out. 
I like my Avenger. I like my Hornet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just want to dip in and do what I'm doing and leave. I don't want to be taking over the skies. I'm not an 890 person, Griff. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I get it. No, but I am. I, I, I like that they told the transition transition between the old and the new. It looks um, like a bat, is what it looks like from maybe about yeah, 40 point. seconds ago from mm-hmm. an overhead view. I was, felt like I was looking straight into the eyes of a bat. And the, and the other thing is, um, it's very, very much more spiky the, the new version compared to the old version. You yes. see spike coming out of the nose, the cockpit, all over the place. They talked about on ISC that the Van Duel have these um, like hairs or barbs that grow out of their body that they're trying to associate to the fact that it's part of their sensory aspects. And so whether that's going to have an effect on what they can sense or feel or hear, whatever. Um, but if you look at the ship, it has that same type of thing, these little barbs or wires that extend out of it. So they're refining this whole dynamic of who the Vanduul are as yeah. well as their equipment. I will say something I do like about the Vanduul ships is that most of them have that kind of globe for mm-hmm. the cockpit, mm-hmm. which which allows so much range of view. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's Star Citizen is so pretty. You really do want to be taking advantage of yep. the view and how gorgeous it is. Yep. No stretch. Yeah. Let's take a quick look at their other ship that they have, which is the Glaive. I'm going to jump to that before we deal with this other one. Now, this is the Glaive currently. This is what it looks like. And a lot of people love this ship. Uh, it's a pretty tough uh-huh. fighter. It does. It can't take a lot of damage. But if I'm not mistaken, it has size 5 cannons on it, which is pretty powerful. Um, and there are plenty of people who I know used to sit out and just tap people off with this ship. They just would blow people away all the time. Um, but this design has also changed. Uh, let me read the description on it real quick. It says the glaive is a symmetrical version of the scythe. We'll look at the scythe next. Generally flown by the Van Duel with more combat experience, there are better they are better armed and have two huge blade wings as opposed to one on the standard scythe. This model is a human reproduction created by the manufacturer Esperia. A lot of people don't know this about these ships. The reason why these ships are called the Blade and the Scythe and the uh, Glaive is because they are heavily armored on their edges. And one of their tactics when they use these ships is that they will literally run those wings across your ship and destroy you. So even if they can't hit you with their guns, they will get close enough. And many of us have seen this happen. Uh, where they will run up against you and tear your ship up with the edges of their ship. So those names are just not names because they're pretty names. Regatta Dumb, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the uh, follow. Um, anyway, thoughts on the on the Glaive? Oh, let me, let me show you the new version before we even get thoughts. <clears throat> All right, this is the newer version. Notice that the paint and stuff has been removed. It's got a darker look. Um, in ISC, they also no, told right, us... Mm-hmm. What'd you say? I'm sorry, I said more menacing. I didn't mean... Oh, more menacing. Oh, okay. Okay, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Um, One of the things they said about these ships, too, is that if you notice, the tops of the ships are heavily armored because they're treating these ships like as if they were a, like you said, a hawk or something that would be swooping down on somebody. So their back is vulnerable. They want to be able to attack from above with these ships. Um, So that's one of the new design features that they put in here, too. But Guys, feel free. Comment what you guys think about this design versus the other one. Um, Definitely like this design more. The other one just felt more childish. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It felt like something I would have seen playing Starfleet, like old games. Where, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. red 
and yellow paint. Oh, the paint job. Putting <clears throat> for me, the paint. I, I I know I frowned as soon as I saw it. I was like, and I tried. I had to fix my face because <laughs> 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 the paint job was very off putting. I like this better. The the spires are better too on the wings. Mm. It looks more like actual spires and less like somebody just kind of attached something to a toy. Yeah. Um. That that more that might be more my problem. The other one looked more like a child's toy, mm -hmm. and I've come to expect a certain level of design because you know I'm newer to Star Citizen, so I've come to expect a certain level of design from CIG, mm -hmm. and I was expecting this, and so I saw that, and I was like, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this one's much better. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fast cart. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Cards. Yeah, definitely. I agree with DJ. This one is definitely an improvement compared to the compared to the old version. Like where we may prefer the the older blade, this the, the new blade is definitely better. But this is one of the first ships that they came out with. I, I want to I want to say 2014 or 2015. Mm -hmm. But um, you had to you had to complete Arena Commander Wave 18 in order to get uh, um access to buy it before it before it was sold out. And um, I, I'll look up the page after I finish talking. I should do that before, right? While we're thinking about it. But yeah, the, the, I, I like the wing. I like the the, the whole the whole and everything. And like uh, someone just said, uh, Big Moose said, yeah, if a heart was possessed by a demon, yeah, that that, that kind of play. And, and he's right about that. Mm -hmm. Was this ship? This ship was limited at one time, right? Am I correct? It is still limited. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it's, it's really hard to get. It's really, this is one of the ships that's really hard to get um, hold of. Okay. And Fair this enough. one is three fifty. Three fifty by our side credit. Three fifty. Okay. Dataless, thank you for the follow. Yeah. Um, again, this goes back to the thing we were talking about about fighter ships being a little more expensive if they're alien, and and a lot of people. There are some people who kind of are looking at these ships to use them in game per se for fighting. I think that there are a lot of them though that buy them, buy them as collectors. They want to collect those alien ships and have them and they're willing to pay that extra money. L let me ask you this. Do you guys think that flying these alien ships around the universe will be a good thing or bad thing or people won't care? Bad thing, very, very bad thing. People will try this on site. Matter of fact, it, uh, with the UE um, flight route, um, Invictus Flight Week, um, a couple of weeks ago, if you have, if you've tried to fly, fly, fly near the ship, near the fleet in a um, alien ship, the, the, or one or Van Dorsen specifically, they, they would try to shoot you down. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's what I heard. I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't. I, I, yeah, people. I mean, yeah, that, that, that was that I was going around. But I haven't confirmed it personally, but that, that that's that's what they said. That would have been cool if they had implemented that. I hope they did. I mean, just as a part and, of the uh, gameplay, it would have been awesome. And and there's even in lore, um, the writing where people who are, who collect these ships try to fly them around. They get mistaken for the enemy, and and and, and almost all do get shot down. Mm, okay. So you hear that, collectors, all you alien ship collectors out there, you better be really good pilots if you decide to take a drive around the block, because they're going to be people taking <laughs> pot shots at you. It seems like so. Okay, well, let's double back now and look at uh, the other ship that was made. Now, this one, the reason why I said earlier there's a little bit of, I, clear, I need some clarity uh, also from you folks in chat. Uh, Citizen Kalis, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the follow. Um, and that's this next ship, which is the Scythe. And Fastcart and I had a conversation about this the other day because the Scythe is listed as under Vanduul. If you go into the ship store, it's listed as sold as Vanduul. It's not listed under Isperia. 
and this and the glaive were out around the same time so i'm kind of curious about whether or not these are going to be replica ships will the scythe become a replica or will it be actually van duel um i i don't know i i have no idea where that lands in the universe or the game or whether just the rsi website is wrong like it often is um but as you can see on this one in the front, you can see that the blade is way more pronounced. You can see that the scythe blade in the front there on the wing. Uh, one of the reasons why people did not like this ship is because the gun, which you can see is also on the wing right behind the blade, is fixed to the wing. And so people could not do any type of upgrade to it. What You were stuck with that weapon. From my understanding... You know, okay, somebody got an answer? Uh, the scythe was a special pledge. They were actually captured Vanduul ships. Ah, that were sold off to fund the war. Thank you, Kalis. Thank you. See there? We always have an intelligent audience to help us out. All right. So they've done some rework on this ship we just saw last week. And this is the newer version of it. And they've made it now where that gun can be upgraded. So let's take a quick look at that and give me your feelings on it. You can see there's similarity in the sense of the design from the originals. But you can also see where they've changed it. Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, yeah. This, uh, I, the, the blade was really sticking out on the on, on the previous version. I haven't gotten to point to see the blade on this one yet. But mm -hmm. this one is like, it's like, um, you know what I'm saying? Don't bring a gun to to a knife fight. <laughs> this one is trying try to prove prove the opposite. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, as always, you know, I prefer the newer one. Mm -hmm. um, the because but only because the original looks more like they did just attach a knife to a ship mm -hmm. where this looks more like it's purposeful you know it's intended to be there right um and i do enjoy the idea of being able to change out the guns because mm -hmm. you really don't want to bring a knife to a gunfight mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> And if you're the Van Duel, you you're gonna have a lot of people shooting at you. You're gonna need <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna need that. So um yeah. I I do I like it though. This is one of the first Van Duel ships that I've actually mm -hmm. had interest in. Okay. Mm. Oh, so you would get this one? No. But I have interest <laughs> in it. Nine nine dimensions and old dog sixty nine. Thank you guys for the follow. Uh, the biggest thing you're gonna get me to buy is the defender. Is the, okay. <laughs> That's, I'm not going any bigger. <laughs> okay. Well, Kalis just jumped in and said there won't be a, a Spiria okay. remake of it. Okay, and it's one of the few ships the CIG has outright stated that they would not sell again, along with the Idris M. So there oh. you go. There's another piece of information there. Uh, Kalis with the info. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Kalis. We appreciate that. Opschief also says all the new ships look more organic versus the older Ooh. designs that looks more like they were pieced together metal. And again, exactly. we got to go back and reemphasize that that uh, the Van Duel were basically scavengers who literally did piece their ship together. But to your point, uh, Opschief, there is much more of a consistent design now. Uh, there's some weird story about how when they make these ships, they use some type of raw material to coat their ships in based on the places that they take over. I've forgotten where that is in lore. I'm going to have to go back and look at it. Uh, but there is more uniformity. I agree 100%. They also said that they didn't want the scythe to look like a half-cut version of the glaive. So they did make some distinctive differences in yeah. it. So it didn't just look like they just slapped a wing on the other yeah. side, which is yeah. pretty cool. So Fast Cart, you're giving us the prices. Tell us what those prices are on the ships now.
Oh, uh, this one says it's three, 300, the Glaive is 350, so that's comparable to a um, Merchantman or a um, Endeavor. So that's a, that's a, that's a huge alien tax on, on Glaive itself. <laughs> but yeah, this one is 300. Mm -hmm. Not quite quite as much, but still still um, a lot compared to a normal human fighter. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Miss Hearts, we see you. We want to get that glaive. You're going to go for it, huh? That's awesome. Miss um, Hearts, you and me, we're going to get a string and we're going we're gonna <laughs> to get you your, <laughs> your glaive. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Oh, but um, we were yeah. talking about collectors and talking about who people who who want to fly alien ships. Yeah. Um, I, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but she, she, she said it publicly, publicly before. But Miss Hart is one of those people who want to fly the the the, the stuff. She she's pro Vanduul. She's oh, that's right. She's pro Vanduul. You did tell me that. Yeah. So so Miss 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 Hart, you you're going to be taking out a lot of insurance policies in game. I'm assuming <laughs> is that going to be part of the deal too? Girl, get that lifetime insurance. No, don't believe Miss Hart's fool you. Miss Hart's been around for a while, so I'm sure she can handle herself pretty good. You know. Get that oh, she says I'm a pro. She says I'm a pro. I'm pro Vanduul. Ain't that a trip? Girl, get out of here. Chase is just, all right, no, I'm just teasing. That's great. No, that's great. I mean, it's good to have people uh, who do oh. dig that whole side of the game. This just came to my mind. There's an operation on Pitchfork for take place. Well, they're planning to take for to take place on the last, on the last day of beta. Right. So operation Pitchfork is when they try to take back the Vegas system from the Van Gogh. So there's a whole bunch of us on the um, U U side who you know, try to reclaim the set, reclaim the, the, the system. Mm -hmm. But there are other people who, like Miss Hutch and maybe Gigi, will fly around Van Dillsteps against us in, in, in the operating pitchfork. So That's I true. think that'll be interesting. Uh, Gigi not buying no Van ships. Gigi does nothing that gets you ball, shot right? at. <laughs> you borrow one. I told people. I told people will let be happy to let you borrow there. It would be yeah. I would be great to borrow one, but you know, I told you I'm a terrible pilot. So, <laughs> upon persistence becoming a thing with these ships, nobody let me borrow your ship. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get ops chief going on that subject again, please. Okay, so. We've taken a look at um, our manufacturers from this week. We looked at Asperia, we looked at Apoa, uh, we looked at Banu. Um, now we're gonna take you guys back. Some of you may remember last year at CitizenCon uh, 2049, is that right? 2049? 2049? Yeah, 2049. Uh, they had a segment called um, Ship Talk where they introduced what the new ships were. They showed us the Carrick, they showed us the Pisces. But then they did something very unique at the end of that segment. Uh, they decided to show us four ships that they were working on in concept. And they talked about them a little bit, gave a little bit of the history on them. And then, hey, Nikki Do, thank you for the follow. Uh, but then what they did was they showed us silhouettes of those ships and they asked the audience to basically, by applause, uh, vote and say, which of these four ships would you like to see us produce? And they all got applause, and there was one in particular that got the most applause at the end, which they were very surprised about. So we're going to watch that segment, and then we're going to talk about it. And the reason why is because some of you know there have been rumors about these new ships that are going to be coming out this year. And some of the rumors match up with what we saw last year at CitizenCon during Ship Talk. So let's take a quick look at that. 
let's talk about a bit more in the future. <laughs> so we're going to do something that we've never done before. Um, and this is stuff we do internally, but you guys have never really been involved in this process at this point. So we're going to pitch four ideas for future vehicles or ships that we're considering doing. Uh, we're going to give you a high-level breakdown of them. Uh, we've had the concept guys knock up some really quick sketches just to sell it, just like Paul showed earlier where we, we have a 2D thumbnail sketch of them and we go, yep, that one looks cool, that's terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then we'll hopefully have time for a very short Q&A at the end on those ships. So if you've got some questions for one of those four ships we're about to show you, uh, we'll try and come up with some answers for them because we have got no idea what you're going to think of these. Uh, and then we'll do the noiseometer to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. so we want, we want a little bit of crowd participation, sort of help with choosing uh, the favorite ones. So that'll be like Chris has done in the past. And we'll run through each one separately, and you guys make as much noise as you want for each one. And between the three of us, we'll try and figure out which one is the loudest. And if I don't hear the ship team who are hiding at the back of the hall, the loudest out of everyone, it goes on their performance reviews. <laughs> so first up. First up is the ground mining vehicle. This is a, a, a ground vehicle that's made by an industrial manufacturer, something like MISC or Argo. It should hold about one to two players, and it should be probably smaller than an Ursa rover, so you can fit it on any of your ships, basically. Uh, it also has storage for your personal commodity inventory, so that you can take the things that you mine and you can put them into, into this. Uh, it should also aid in your detection of mineable objects, so you can scan around and find them. And then it also has a little laser on it, so that you can mine little personal FPS mining nodes. That one in the middle does look like it's holding a Wacom tablet pen. It, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we can do a deal. For me, uh, I've picked a Jeanne cargo ship. Um, so something that is not from the, the current Jeanne manufacturers that we have at the moment. So I'm going to now butcher the pronunciation of it. Is that we, Al we asked Sherry several times. Sherry's, yeah, we talked to Sherry many times and have still messed it up. <laughs> uh, Multi-crew, uh, and it's one of these ships that sort of fills out the verse. We have the whole series. We have the freelancers, we have the caterpillars. Just like the real world, you just have tons of vehicles on the highway, freeway, interstate, whatever you call it in your country. Um, and that makes up the bulk of traffic. So we should have a, a variety of ships. Um, around 300 SU, that's sort of the sweet spot between something that is profitable uh, without being unwieldy to unload and manage. And yeah, it's competitive to the whole B and Freelancer Max. So it's a bit more than Freelancer Max. Um, my brain has failed me on the whole B's <laughs> cargo capacity. It's less than the Caterpillar. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you off. Yeah, we'll let you off. It's been a long day. Uh, so for me, uh, the Tavarin Light Fighter, I, I mean, I'm really digging um, what the team have been doing with the Prowler. Uh, you guys probably will have seen it on uh, some of the behind the scenes and how the ship's been developing. Um, and so I think there's a lot of potential for this ship. So this one would be an escort fighter to the Prowler. Uh, obviously, the sort of advanced shield tech, uh, two large S4 mounts. Uh, nothing else, but other than it's just, it, I can see it looking super cool. So um, I'm pretty, I can see, I can see good potential in that. And lastly, and lastly, the starter refinery ship. So this would be a one-man crew, but it would have a living quarters, and it would have a tractor beam that would grab those pods. So that we have these like standard pods that are on the prospector right now. 
And then so we could grab those off the prospector and then it would hook up into it and you'd be able to refine the materials that you mine from the prospector and then store those on board. Uh, here are the four options again. So how do we want to do this? We can, so I guess we're just going to start at the start. Yeah. So definitely everybody, uh, you know, so the way this works, like I said, we're going to start at A. And if you want A, make as much noise as you can, because we're just going to base this off the noise and to figure out no which promises. one wins. I, yeah. Legal have asked me to make sure that we don't commit to anything here. We'll take it into consideration. So, so for A, anybody who wants A, make your noise now. Not bad. That's, that's pretty good noise. So for B, anybody who wants B, which is the Xi'an small cargo, B, B, make your noise. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> I still think A is maybe yeah, winning at the moment. So for the Tavarian light fighter, C, let's have some noise. Yeah. <laughs> and for D, the... Uh, Refine refinery. I need, to, I need my glasses on. Small refinery. So make a noise for D if you want D. Yeah. That was not expected. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can safely say that was D. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it would seem that D was the one that. Uh, everybody went for were were you guys expecting that one out of the four i was because i would kill for a <laughs> new refinery a starter refinery definitely <clears throat> there are the, th yeah, the designs up on the screen again <clears throat> yeah i don't remember which one I, I went for when i watched it um live but it's probably between b and d so I, between those two i, I was i was happy but um, probably like I mean, they said that the the B would be a competitor with the whole B and the other other freelancer Max. So that that, that being some some being a competitor with the Max would interest me. But yeah, I'm happy with D one also. But as, as according to like, like like you were saying before, all four ships look like yeah. You know, weirdly enough, and Kayla's has hit on the point that I was going to mention. Um, mining is the one career that seems to be being fleshed out the most out of the ones that we have that are active. Uh, we've got the prospector, we've got the mole. Uh, they started adding the attachments for the moles, the different mining drills. <clears throat> then they started adding the consumables to them as well. They started fleshing that out. What they haven't fleshed out is the refining capability. Uh, it's probably the biggest frustration for people who do mining that they end up bringing a lot of inert material back and they can't <laughs> separate. And so they know they could make more money if they could separate and refine. Um, so, and we've also seen this new docking thing coming up where they're talking about being able to do that. So obviously it seems like that's the direction they've been pushing toward, but the rumors on the other hand have focused around A, which was the little mining vehicle, which again goes into the mining career area. <clears throat> and some people are saying that that may be through Grey Cat. We've been hearing stories that it may be Grey Cat versus Argo uh, who puts it out. Uh, and the other rumor that I've been hearing words about are the um, Xi'an cargo ship. I've heard rumor about that and the Tavarin because of the Prowler. 
So it's weird. I haven't heard a lot of rumors about the refining ship. I only heard it last year at CitizenCon. But these other three ships are the ones that I've been hearing people talk about. So I don't know. Give me some feedback. Which one of these do you all feel should be the one that they go with if they were to go with one? We'd have all of them. Yeah, right. (laughs) And maybe we will. I mean, maybe you could see maybe that we will, right? But I'm curious. No, like I said, the, the, I personally I prefer prefer the, the beard, but I can see the sea making a comeback, like you said, uh, with, with a, a, a companion for the parlor. And a uh, a seems a little. I I, I, I think it would be too much of a target on the ground to stationary. You can't really move, and what I mean, you have to stop mining and then move. Or you have to pull up to a, to, to your location and then start mining. So I can see A being a, being a bit of a problem if you, if you don't have good enough escort around you. But if you can't escort, you should be good. Gigi, what about you? My star citizen trade is mining. Everybody knows this about Gigi. <laughs> Gigi just likes to mind and mine her business. <laughs> so that small refinery would be everything I wanted. The ability to not bring back all those rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Would be, yeah, could, I'd be ecstatic. You could, over that. Um, you could be, you could have A and D. Por que no los <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know, interesting to your point, Fastcart. A, even though it is a vulnerable vehicle, my problem with them putting A in is that one, it's got to be transported to your location. I mean, it could be spawned, but even if you spawn it at one of the bases, you're going to have to still drive distances to find what you want. Versus if it was brought out of a ship. I see A being definitely important when mobile when bases are on surfaces. Once you have bases where you can actually, you know, set up bases around areas where refining is done, then I see it being a great thing. So I think that it may maybe it will pop out. I mean, those nodes are out there. Right now people have to get out of their ship and get out with their little hand laser and do the mining. And this this vehicle is supposed to eliminate that. Um, as far as cargo goes. That's really been dominated by the uh, freelancer and the caterpillar. So if they introduce the Xi'an, that would be kind of cool, I guess. We have no Tavaran ships other than the Prowler, so maybe they could introduce that as well, like you said. Uh, but I think the refining ship, if there was demand of something that would be put to use right away, as far as a mechanic goes, refining would definitely be the place where people would want to make money. So. Uh, like you said, Fast Cart, hopefully we'll see all of them. You know, hopefully we'll see all of them pop up in the game. Oh, Caleb brought up a good point. Uh, yeah, for the ground liner, you can have you in, in caves. Right? Yes. That, 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 would, that, would, that would solve the issue of being, of being a target. But like, people have to come in and get you. Absolutely. Yeah, but then you have to go down into the caves. And stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And we know they're going to create those caves. They're, they're going to come that you can drive a vehicle into, you know, and do your work. So... Uh, we'll see once that comes up. I will stick to my surface and asteroid mining. <laughs> well, yeah, let me ask the chip question. Uh, why would you want a ground miner when the prospector can mine on planets easily? And that's very true. The difference is, though, is that there's an aspect of fuel consumption. And again, that's why I said this would be important for when you have a base. Because if you have a base and you have places to refine the materials at your base, then that vehicle to me is way more practical because there are going to be people who are on bases and they're going to be working there. That's what they're going to be doing. Um, The prospector, believe it or not, was rumored at one point to be exclusive to working in asteroid belts. I don't know if if that was legit or not, but there was one point where they said 
it was really designed to be in space working more than on surfaces. So we have it on surfaces now, obviously. But I, I don't know. That was just something people were saying a while back. Yeah, and also, if people want to do underground mining, it makes you less of a target if you're not on the surface of a planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And what I was gonna say, what I was gonna say, is that the uh, uh, the vehicle for the for the ground mining is probably smaller, so you could fit into places that the phosphorus cannot cannot fit into. Mm -hmm. Very true. But it's a good question because right now the prospector is the ship of choice that we use to you know be in space and on a planet surface it does that have have that as its advantage where the orion it's not coming down from anywhere you know it's going to stay in space and that's all it's going to do so that's a very very good point okay um let's see do we have any questions we have no questions on the questions list as far as i can tell unless i didn't refresh it is that correct Heavy Bob started uh, writing something, but the, he didn't fill it out, so I guess he's okay. <laughs> Heavy Bob, if you still got that question, toss it at us. If not, no problem. Uh, Heavy Bob is just sending me a greeting, I believe. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so let me ask you this, and I'm Gigi, I'll start with you. If there was any ship that you did see out of everything that we reviewed today, what was the one that stuck out to you the most? It does not matter whether you'd buy it or not, but which one out of uh -oh. the alien ships is the one that really impressed you the most? Definitely the Defender. The Defender. Definitely. Why? Why in particular? It's a little bit of most of the things that I look for mm -hmm. in certain ships. Like I said, smaller things that can kind of get in and out of spaces. Mm -hmm. And I do have a thing for that certain shape. I told you that kind of crescent shape. Mm -hmm. um, I like the black on red. My rig is black and red. Black and red just go together well. Same for me. I like the idea of. I love cooperative play, so I like the idea of working with a friend who has a merchantman eventually, you know what I mean, and being able to attach and go out together and I be the defender, I be the gunner, and I'm, you know, keeping other higher. people off of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take Gigi out and put her in a defender fast cart so she can see what the color scheme is on that ship because i know from the picture it looked like that from that still photo but she's going to be amazed and she'll probably like it even better considering what her name is so she has to see mm -hmm. the ship so we have to make sure we take I, I already see said because it's green <laughs> you know how i feel about green <laughs> yep fast cart what about you which uh, of all the ships we looked at today which one is the one that stuck out to you the most from the aliens I have to say, I'm glad I'm glad you asked for an answer first because I had to think about it because I was like, outside of these four that you being seen that you have on the screen, mm -hmm. I would probably say the um the scout taught you all because mm. the way the way it maneuvers and the way it looks and it's exotic and the way the, the wings and everything um fold in is definitely something that's outside the realm of most ships in Star currently in Star Citizen when it comes to like aesthetic wise. So it's part too all for me. It definitely has an alien feel, for lack of a better term. Uh, Kayla said this earlier, too, and I don't know if you guys saw it in his message, but they have done a rework on the Cartuol. They've strengthened the wing joints. Because right before, I think it hit, a, it could tap a small rock and it would just fall apart. Uh, but they've toughened the ship up more. Uh, supposedly, it flies better. It has tighter turns, a whole lot of stuff that they've done to it. So uh, for those of you who have those ships in melt, you might be doing some unmelting pretty soon. Or if you've never bought one, you might be really interested in it. Again, as we mentioned earlier, it's designed to be a scout ship. Um, this is the ship that you want to get in, see something, do some reconnaissance work, and get in and out very quickly. Hence why it folds up the way it does, too. If you're landing somewhere on some planet, 
where there's trees or whatever where it can't be seen so easily there's a lot of cool things about it which shiver talking about i know he's talking about something right if they did a rework on the car too well is is it now the car oh god yes shiver (laughs) and 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 the one that made me cringe the most is that he said mining is boring oh i'm boring He said underground mining is boring. Underground mining is boring. Boring, as in going yeah. to, boring into yeah, the rock. Yeah, we, 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 yes. Yeah. We get it, oh, it's funny because I explained it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> we did, I'm <laughs> we did talk about that, about the uh, Defender. We did say that it needs a toilet. And I agree with something Ops Chief is saying here. Uh, you know, a lot of times people talk about these ships that have not come out yet, right? Like the Banu, like the Banu Merchantman. You know, when is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? One of the coolest things that I think we learned from when the Carrick was released is that CIG gets better and better at making its ships. And we saw that when the 890 came out. We saw it when the Carrick came out. Um, yes, there's a waiting process. Yes, it's a bit frustrating, especially when they're ships who were concepted five, six, even seven years ago. But the good news is is that that Banu is going to be a monster when it comes out, guaranteed. You look at the work and the time they spent on the Defender and developing the whole Banu look, you can imagine what that ship is going to be like, because that is their flagship. The Banu Merchantmen are the Banu's flagship. That ship will allow you to access certain parts of the universe that you can't go into with other areas. You'll be respected as a certain way as a trader. So there's a lot of cool things that are going to be in that ship when it comes out. What are you going to say, Fast Cart? Yeah, like I, 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 the 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 measurement is like you know it's really tough because we've been waiting, I've been waiting for, for it for so long. But I mean, I I I I, back, I got it in um, 2016, so it's been mm. four years for me. But I know the longer it take, the better it's going to be. So I'm like, I want it to be the best possible, but I kind of want it now. But I want it to be the best possible. So it's like go back and forth between the two i mean it'll be well worth the wait i believe but i'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm already glad I, I i have it but i'll be that much more appreciative of it when it finally comes out you know I, I don't know how you guys feel about this but i'm at the point now that when cig puts out ships i want to start seeing ships that come out where there's some aspect of their mechanics that go that work if does that make sense I don't want them to just put out another ship and all you can do is haul cargo in it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If it's a ship that's designed for, like, the refining ship, I want it to come out and you can start doing refining. If it's the salvage ship, I want it so that we can start doing salvaging. We've yeah. got plenty of ships, like the Carrick. I mean, God bless people who take the Carrick and do cargo runs for it. But for me as a role player, that's like freaking blasphemy. It's a, it's an explorer. And I want, I want, when that ship came out, I wish that things like the cartography deck was working or the fact that it had enhanced scanning capabilities, something about that ship or its role that comes along with the ships now when they come out. Because uh, yeah, the cargo, the module pods, or the um, it has supposed to have the drones. I wanna start seeing that when ships come out. I don't want ships to come out where they're just pretty to fly around, but the mechanic isn't there. So yeah. if they haven't developed trade, if, if we can't use those ships to sell or stock or store in some form, I'd rather wait you know, put something else out that the mechanic works on so we can start actually moving toward gameplay a little bit more. But that's just my two cents on that. Okay. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Fast Cart. I put, I put a link for the, for the driller and Twitch chat because that's, that's an awesome cutscene. Yes. Um, 
I don't, I don't know if you're able to show it. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Nope, don't put me on the spot. Not at 820. You know, I can, I start drinking. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So, so people, people in, in Twitch chat or in, um, watch it on YouTube can, can watch the, the, the Driller video. That's, yes. That's one of the, that's one of the great, great cutscenes. Driller is amazing. I mean, it, and that was like the first time when we really started seeing, like you said, Fast Cart, how that whole Van Duel aesthetic is going to look. And they've, and they said once that in the Kingship came out, that's what made them go back and say, hey, let's go back and look at our other ships. So definitely, definitely want to see that. Uh, okay, we're going to wrap it up. We have hit everything on Ray Alien Week. Asked oh, yeah, question. question. Go ahead. Go ahead and read he it. He says, do you want to see an alien frigate glass ship? Do we glass? Want to see... What do you mean glass? Like transparent? I don't know if he means transparent. I know that I would like to see. Oh, frigate something. class. He probably means frigate class ship. Frigate oh, class. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we'll take a glass oh, one too, yeah. Raytheon. We'll take a glass yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Glass. A glass one would be very cool. Uh, alien frigate <laughs> class ship. Like um, Idris? Uh, but alien. That would be interesting to see something that's. Because right now, the biggest stuff I think will be what? The Starlifter? Those will be pretty big. I'm talking about this not, I mean, other than the, like the uh, Hull series ships. I don't think we have uh -huh. anything on a frigate level that would move into that level. And when you say frigate, are you using frigate in a sense of military or just the size? It's a Polaris size. Polaris size. Wow. Uh -huh. Wow. That's oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think he's just referring to the size of the ship, like along that size. That's a good question, um, Raytheon, because, you know, you start getting into what's the practicality or what would you be moving in a ship that large, uh, that where they have the whole series. Well, yeah, but I don't know. That's that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, um, we, we haven't seen a, a lot of these, like, Squadron 42 has a lot, has a lot of hidden steps. Sure. They're going to be, there's going to be a lot of alien steps in, in that game that, sure. that, that they're keeping hidden from us because they don't, they, they want it to be a surprise and that's spoiler. So there could well be something like that in the game already that we just don't know about. That's very true. Because there are ships that we haven't seen. Not only are there ships that we haven't seen. If you guys remember last week, they even talked about alien races that we haven't even seen or talked about. So yeah. they've talked about this nine to one ratio in the universe where we're one and nine is NPC. And that assumption doesn't mean that it's just human. Uh, they've told us things like the whole sea will be the most popular transport cargo ship that we'll see NPCs moving around in. So there could be a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of times people gauge the progress of Star Citizen based upon what we have. And that's like the wrong thing probably to gauge it on because there's a lot of stuff that we haven't seen yet. Uh, and I think like one of the best examples of that was when we were watching Citizen Comms last year, year before, when they showed us the uh, the coil and we saw <clears throat> all the stuff that they had been doing in that little piece they did with Mark Hamill. And it was amazing to see all this stuff that was a part of Squadron 42. It was amazing for me just to see the freaking reclaimer working, which I thought was great. So... <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that we just haven't seen yet, but we know it's coming. So just hang in there with it. You have any other questions? There's nothing on the question sheet. And I don't see nope. anything else in chat. I think we got it all. Yes. Yep. So I will emphasize what Nightbot just said. If you like us, follow us. We appreciate all of you all who followed us today. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys because we know it's Father's Day. Some of you all are probably wrapping up your Father's Day day or you're just chilling on a nice Sunday. 
and hopefully you all are doing well taking care of yourself in the midst of covid don't forget covid is still around whether you believe it is a hoax or not take care of yourself take care of yourself with all that's going on and uh next week what's our show next week fast card Oh, you're asking me. I, do. I, 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 I thought you had it up. This is the 21st and uh, 28th. Next, oh, next week is our, is that the show on the whales? No. What's next week's show? No. It's not, is it? Did you, do you remember what it is? Uh, this is a shame that uh, the old it's man is forgetting. Yeah, I know. This is terrible. I, too many shows. I, you know what happened was I worked on them for a month and a half ahead of myself. And now I don't know what it is the show was about. Hold on uh, one second. 3.10. Ah, let's talk about that for a minute. Yes, 3.10. Uh, Eva Cotti got it last week. They've been working on it. Some of you all saw this last Friday that they've showed that they have almost everything at 100%. Yes, Star Helix, 3.10 hype. They said that they are almost at 100% on everything. So we're guesstimating, guesstimating, mind you, that it will be with um, subscribers and concierge this week. So that show may be next week. If we if it's not out, then we're going to flip some stuff. But hopefully next week we'll be on 3.1.0, uh, I think. Yeah. Just at the PSA, just at the PSA, um, your tokens for buyback tokens should be out on, uh, at the beginning of July. So if you haven't used a token this month, you know, use them before they refresh. You can only get one at one at a time. You can't get two. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think we're going to do an executive change here. Let's not do 310 next week, guys. Uh, because if it goes to concierge and subscriber, everybody wouldn't have seen it. And I don't like talking about it when everybody hasn't had an opportunity to see it. So next week's show, I'm going to make a flip here, is going to be called There Be Whales Here. There Be Whales Here. And it is about people who have spent too much money on money star citizen, on star citizen. <laughs> people who have spent a lot of money we're going to have some guests on who are going to tell you why they think it was cool or is cool to spend five thousand ten thousand maybe even more than fifteen thousand dollars on star citizen yeah so you know we always hear people downing the whales and saying how do these people whales 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 well we're going to give them a chance next week to tell you guys why they would spend that type of money on star citizen in fact one of you who's watching maybe i know miss hart you're a whale right i know miss hart is a whale shiver you're a whale i know you're a whale um so next week that's going to be our subject we're going to push 310 back just one more week because i want to make sure everybody knows about it she was my fat. Don't call him fat. <laughs> I'm not calling him fat. <laughs> well, then, y'all, you make sure y'all talk to Shiver, because oh, I won't be here. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, well, I know some of you're right, Daedalus. Some of us have got the cash, right? So it's okay. There's no problem with that. All right, so, but we are going to be talking about that. Yeah, you know what, Kalis? I'm really mad about that because I'm a 600 fan. And I will never see one because I will never spend that level of money on the game. I'm I'm so upset that I won't you get can a big steal one. Yeah, yeah, that might be the only way I get one, and it won't stay with me, unfortunately. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right, so Gigi, anything else you want to say before anybody? Why don't you tell people about your Twitch channel at least, so people will know where they can find you. Uh, my Twitch channel is the Green Eyed Gal. So same as what you see on the screen, but add the of ahead of it. And I play ES over there. Sometimes I play Sea of Thieves. Sometimes I play Star Citizen. Come on and hang out with me. It'll be a good time. Give her a follow. I put I put her stream in, in Twitch chat for you guys. Thank you very much, Fastcart. Fastcart, tell them about you one more time. 
Uh, you can find me on twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. That's mostly where, where I am. Um, I, don't, I don't stream, but I am on a bunch of other people's streams like this one. Oh, and um, the YouTube video for the relay, yesterday's relay is up. So check me out in that if you're interested. Awesome. Okay. And I'm Griffin Gaming RPG. We appreciate you guys as always. We are going to jump us over into a quick raid over to Captain Burks. Y'all know Captain Burks. He's a good guy and he's doing Star Citizen right now. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. We'll see you guys next week where we do them. There'll be whales here. There'll be whales here. Take care of yourself. Love, peace, Bye, and soul. Take care. Oh! I can't talk that. She went. Huh? He said what? I can't top that. She ran. She, oh, she, oh, she gets the how. Yeah, she did the soul, the old peace loving soul, soul train. All right, guys. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye now.